my son, you are here with me always. Everything I have is yours. Were these comforting words meaningful or encouraging enough to cause the older son to enter into the party? They were true. The younger son selfishly asked for and received his inheritance, left and foolishly lost it all. The older son remained with his father, so everything would naturally go to the older son. My son, you are here with me always. Everything I have is yours. I think nearly everyone has heard this parable of the prodigal son. The father loves both sons very much. The older son was dedicated to his father, and the younger son, so it seems, was thoughtless and only considered his own desires. The actions of all three in this parable present views that we might prompt that, that might prompt the same response from us. We could emulate the father or either one of the sons. Now consider this. The father's love represents God's love for each of us, his sons and daughters. The two sons could represent either the good or the bad in each of us. There are times that we are dedicated to those we love and times that any one of us can be guilty of thinking only of ourselves and what we want rather than what the Father wants for us. A parent can be happy and joy-filled when a child learns from a mistake, acknowledges the mistake, and makes a change for the better. I think we can also sympathize with the older brother's anger. He worked hard doing the right thing, honoring his father, and now he felt overlooked by him. Do you think the father should have so easily forgiven the son? Was the older son's anger a cause for forgiveness as well? Was it justified, or was he being selfish, thinking of just his own feelings? Obviously, he felt unappreciated, but was that reason enough to ruin his father's joy? His attitude certainly was doing that. It is a fact that both sons needed forgiveness. His father recognized the hurt, and rather, being, and rather than being upset at him, he reached out to him, explaining the need for Thanksgiving, because his younger brother was back home with them. This father's love, support, and forgiveness is the way God is toward us when we return. God does not get angry with us. He knows that we all need forgiveness, even when we don't realize it ourselves. Yes, even when we are selfish and stubborn. We all fall short at times of understanding or realizing the dignity God has given each of us. When we do, we easily make up the excuse 
I'm only human, or that's human nature. But the real point is that God made us human beings in his image. So when our weakened nature comes out, we are really being less than what he created, less than human. Just like the father went out to plead with his older son because he wanted him to share the joy of his brother's return, so it is with God, our father. God is eager to have us return home no matter what mistakes, errors, or sins we've done. No matter what our age is or how long we've been away, God searches us out. He loves us and he wants us to come home and share in his joy when any one of our brothers or sisters returns home. God's grace can guide us back even when we are blind to his mercy. This is how he has proven it, the cross. Our brother Jesus, doing his Father's will, enables our return home. Jesus remains present for us in this faith family, in this gospel we just heard, and on this altar. We can experience the Father's joy every time we come to share this meal and give thanks for the Eucharist. It is his son's gift of his body and blood to nourish us. This is the reason we joyfully celebrate this meal, knowing Jesus will never abandon us or his church, even though for nearly 2,000 years it has at times been led by some rather sinful sons. God is relentless in his quest for us. He never gives up on us. The choice is ours. A few weeks ago, we received ashes in the form of a cross on our foreheads with the words, you are dust and unto dust you will return. That's very true and very humbling we all will return to dust. There's another expression used for receiving ashes. Repent and believe in the gospel, the good news. Now, humility is good to experience, but for me, being lifted up by the good news of the gospel is a more encouraging gesture to come home and share the joy. Now, speaking of encouragement <clears throat> to come home, especially in the light of what was announced just before Mass by Father, it is important that we all take note of what we must do. Multiple parishes having the same pastor is not just the result of the shortage of priests. It is also the lack of people coming home to their faith community. So we must encourage those who used to sit in these empty pews to return home. We need to encourage vocations. We must repent like the younger son and believe in the good news of the gospel. 
We must go out like the Father and embrace our brothers and sisters to welcome them back home. Now let's not be pessimistic. That's the easy way out. Jesus did not take the easy way out, nor should we. Let's evangelize with a smile about new opportunities rather than frown. Happiness, joy, and a smile attracts others. It forms stronger faith family bonds and a desire in others to come home, knowing Jesus is here with us and for us. Everything the Father has is for us to inherit. We do not need to worry. The Holy Spirit will guide us. God's the one in charge. Trust in his providence.